Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Polly Campbell and this is Simply Said. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Polly, and you're listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy so that we can do the work that matters and live the lives we want to live. So how are you today? I am doing great. And I will tell you, that really stuck out to me because, you know, I've shared before, I'm living with a, a teenage daughter, and today there was all this teenage drama and angst, and I thought, dang, I just don't have to do that anymore. I haven't had to do that for a long time. I think as I've gotten older, I've learned more about myself. I've become more comfortable, not only with myself, but my place in the world and the things I want to create. I want to add meaning, the people I want to spend time with and the things I want to do with my time. I think that is one of the best benefits I've experienced with aging. Of course, there have been other ups and downs too, right? Including hip replacements and the other things that sometimes come as we age. The thing is, we can do things to enjoy our lives more as we get older, to really step into who we are. And I want to talk about that because I think aging gets a bad rap. And I want to get into some of the things that we can do to grow as we grow older. And so today I am joined here by just the guy to teach and talk with me about these kind of things. Welcome David Stewart to the show. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. David is the founder and the face of Aegist, a media company dedicated to championing the vitality. You know I like that word vitality. We talk about that a lot here. The influence and contributions of the modern 50 plus demographic, which is me and you, right? He is a leading authority on the mindset and aspirations that drive us. So. I thought, David, I have a lot of questions to ask because I got so excited when I read Aegis and saw what you were up to. You have a lot of things going on and um, it doesn't seem like you're slowing down at all. So tell me what a day in the life of David Stewart is like right now. Let's see. I wake up um, a little after six and um, I I have a couple of like um, wearables that I check. So I check my my HRV and my resting heart rate. And then I get up, I go downstairs. I have two big glasses of water with some salt and lemon and then um, about 15 minutes of meditation and then breakfast, oatmeal and protein and then uh, answer emails, um, sort of prepare for the day. And then I, after about an hour of that, I'll head to the gym. Um, and then I, I'm in the gym for like an hour, an hour and a half. And then I'm back and... Um, 
you know, podcasting, publishing, um, clients, research, interviews, all that. And then, uh, you know, this goes on till about, I don't know, seven or so. And then I stop. <laughs> and and you haven't always done this. You are a professional photographer as well. Do you still do that work? No, I don't. I, I did that at really the, the sort of the highest levels of that field. So I used to live in Paris. I worked for the magazines there. I worked for all the magazines in New York. And I've done maybe a dozen covers, the New York Times Magazine. I've done probably a thousand advertising campaigns. Um, but once I, I started Aegis about seven years ago. And once I started that, uh, this is just full on. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't really do commercial work anymore. And when you say it's full on, I know you meet with other media and publications. I know you write. I know you consult. Why is this such an important or essential task for you now? What do we need to understand about aging that maybe has been missed over the years? What motivates me is that I see the way that we are portrayed in the media and the expectations of us are not really matching my reality and the reality of my friends. So what we do is that we present a counterpoint to that, which is that let's be aspirational, inspirational while maintaining being attainable. Uh, it, you know, it's not, we're not in need of immediate medical attention. I, I, I feel fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm okay. I expect to live a very long time and to have a long health span and to be effective, engaged in the economy and helping other people for decades to come. And I, and I just wasn't seeing that portrayed out there. So that, that's what we do. Yeah. And I wasn't really taught that either. I, I wasn't, I mean, I love what I'm doing now more than ever. My business is growing. I'm raising a teenager. I'm doing all these things. And yet I'm in my fifties. That wasn't the way it was talked about when I was growing up. So I feel like we kind of get an opportunity to remake the expectations now because because people are aging differently and living longer and not only living longer, but living healthier as we go. It's kind of an exciting way to think about things as this expansive period in our in our lives. Well, it's it's exciting and it can be disorienting because as as you said, this wasn't part of the plan. You know, the the plan back when we were growing up was that, you know, we would be I'm 63. I was supposed to be retired and I like, you know, I don't know, doing something very slow and not very challenging at this point. And, and so w when we get here and we find that's not the case, it's a, it's can be a little confusing. You know, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to wear? How do I how do I behave? It's it's in a way almost that sort of like teenage sense of um, like, who am I and where am I going mm -hmm. comes back. How do we start to investigate that within ourselves? Are there any things that you do or that you suggest people uh, explore a little bit when they're trying to figure out what's next for them or who they are now? Yeah, absolutely. I have some pretty strong feelings on this. And um, I don't make a lot of friends by saying this, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you that, uh, you know, there's a lot of sort of like follow your passion and, and, and you know, this what I find to be extremely self-centered, ego-centered, sort of belly button gazing. And, you know, I guess maybe there's a place for that, but I, I, I find it very confusing. 
I think a much better way to look at this is if you're thinking about what your next act is. Um, if you're looking for an off-ramp from what you're doing or an on-ramp onto something new, look at it through the lens of how can I help other people? How can I be of most service to other people? And we've all been around for a while. We have skill sets. We have large networks. You know, there's a lot of resources that we can bring to bear to help other people. And think about that first. And then all the rest of it gets a lot clearer. But, you know, this idea of like, you know, that sort of like, who am I? Where am I going? What is my passion? I mean, first of all, that's just all about you. It's not about anybody else. <laughs> and secondly, it changes all the time. <laughs> so um, my suggestion is think about helping others and, and how you can best do that. Well, I absolutely agree with with both parts of that because it becomes so self-absorbed and it changes all the time. We then pigeonhole ourselves a little bit and really, I think, limit what we're even able to see that's around us, the possibilities that exist there. I, I love that. Um, and that you're right. That's a real different take from what we hear as far as, uh, you know, getting well and taking the stress off and eating right and doing all these things. Start by looking outside yourself and seeing what you can offer and take all the skills that you've accumulated throughout your entire life experience and give them out. Use them to help other people. And, you know, that that said, um, there is I, I, I feel strongly about people taking responsibility for themselves and taking care of themselves um, physically and mentally and emotionally. You know, as they, they say in the airplane, you know, you got to put the oxygen mask on first before you put it on someone next to you. And so I think that there's a there's a strong argument to be made for take care of yourself so that you have a long health span and lifespan. Therefore, you can help more people. Yeah. Do you see that self-care as a personal responsibility too, so that Absolutely. we're not a liability to other Absolutely. people? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that that's, I mean, we started seeing that happen a few years back, but COVID has really accelerated that. Mm. You know, we are all responsible for our health. <laughs> it's on us, <laughs> you know, like- I, I, nobody takes me to the gym. I go to the gym. <laughs> nobody forces me to put anything in my mouth. I do that. Uh, you know, and, and we're responsible for the consequences, good and bad. We're responsible for, you know, being partners with our healthcare professionals, um, with the practitioners around us and, fi and finding the right ones. I mean, that's a lot of work. It's, um, it, it's quite different than a couple decades ago when it was this this sort of hierarchical um, relationship one would have with a healthcare professional. They just told you to do something and you did or you didn't. Uh, but now it's, it's much more like you're an active partner in that relationship that the statistics I've read is that 80% of your health and lifespan outcomes are because of your behavior. Like, what are you doing? Um, the other 20% is genetics, but you know, that's four fifths of it. You control based on what you do. And I'm, you know, I, I don't advocate people doing one thing or another. I can just say, if you want to live in a certain way, here's some suggestions on what you might want to think about. 
Absolutely. I really like what you said about being an active partner with your medical professional. I think we forget that we have a say in who we go to, in the treatment we accept or do not accept, in the way we talk to these professionals. They can guide us, but it's still our responsibility. And I like that. I like knowing that I'm accountable to that because then I'm free to decide what's best for me in that moment. So there's power in that too, listeners. There's power in that when when we recognize that we are in charge of the decisions we make in our lives and we can be accountable to that. And we're gonna take a short break. When we come back, I wanna talk with David about some of the other things we can do to stay energized and engaged in our lives because nutrition is a big part of it and fitness is a big part of it, but there's a lot of other things that go into helping us lead, lead purposeful and fun, engaging lives. We're gonna get into it right here on the Best Business Network of Electrocast. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And we're back on Polly Campbell's Simply Said with... David Stewart from Ageist. We're talking about better aging, about living with purpose and vitality and energy and fun. And David, we were talking about the importance of living with purpose. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a lot of, you know, there's there's certain things that we can obviously do to help ourselves live healthier and longer. So there's sleep, um, nutrition, what's your activity, how you're dealing with your stress. But I think even what sort of sits on top of this in sort of a meta way is your view on the world. And do you feel you have agency over these things or do you feel you're powerless? Um, do you feel that you can live a better and healthier life? And do you deserve to have a better and healthier life? And those, you need to answer those two questions first. And I think some of that, you know, this idea of purpose, I, um, the two P's purpose and posse. <laughs> so you need a community. Um, and oftentimes that community drives your purpose or your, or your purpose drives your community. But th these things are sort of, again, part of the, the driving energy of your behaviors. When you say the driving energy of purpose mm -hmm. is, do you mean like, the vi is that where the vitality comes from? That's the drive that gets us up in the morning and, and yeah, that's right. So even if we're uncomfortable, or we're, we're not necessarily having a great day or a bad day or any of that. It's still, we, we are connected to something that we feel is bigger. And that's right. Yeah. Okay. That's right. And that there is a, um, you know, my, my friend, Dr. Kian Vu talks about the epigenetic effects of attitude. Um, and in fact, I was just on a call yesterday with um, Dr. Mike Royzen, who's head of wellness at the Cleveland Clinic. And we had this, this same similar discussion that it, not only are you going to feel better if you have purpose, there's biochemical changes in your body. Certain genes get turned on and turned off depending on your point of view looking forward, which I found really 
um, unexpected. But if you look at, um, you know, my favorite example of this is Jimmy Carter. Like, I mean, what does it take to kill that guy? (laughs) (laughs) Really? He's like (laughs) invincible. I I don't know. He's like a hundred. He's got brain cancer and he's out there and he's swinging a hammer building houses. Uh, You know, and I, one of my friends is um, another doctor, Dr. Connie Mariano, who is head of White House Medical for under Bush one and Clinton. And so her area of expertise is a very small subset, ex-presidents. And she'll tell you they live longer on average than other people, even though they supposedly have the most stressful job in the world. Well, why is that? Because once they get out of office, it's not like they just like check out. They're under, um, everybody wants to talk to them. Everybody wants to like hear their advice. They have a great sense of influence in the world. They are driven by purpose. And I I think for any of us, that idea that we are needed, somebody needs us to get out of bed to do something. And it might be your next president. It might be that, you know, your neighbor surely counts on you to mow her lawn every morning because she can't do it. So, you know, having other people count on us to be of service to others is tremendously motivating and actually has epigenetic effects on the way our DNA is signaled. Do we have to know what to do? I hear you you started talking about passion and and yeah. I, I hear the same thing about purpose. Well, I don't know what I'm meant to do and how do I know? And my feeling has always been just get up and do something. That's right. right. <laughs> just get to work. Yeah. Take some action, get going. You'll you'll yeah. end up something you like or something right. you don't. And then and, you can and, do it different. See, I, I think people have it up. They have it upside down. They have this idea that the, their passion will give them purpose. It's the reverse. Hmm. Purpose will give you passion. So, you know, I'm I'm very action Jackson. You know, just start doing stuff. Say hi to people. Be helpful to people. It's contagious. You help somebody open a door. You help them carry their packages. You help them mow their lawn. It, these are very small things but they lead to a cascading effect within you. Within, what it does is it sparks your imagination of what is possible. How many people can I help? What can I do out there? And the more of these sort of small actions that we do, even as small as saying like, hey, how are you? I like your shoes. <laughs> so whoever that is, you just made their day. So yeah. that was an act of service. You helped them out. And you'll feel that reflected back to you. And I, I think that that's so much more impactful than, you know, some of the, you know, you can read books about this stuff or something like, why don't you just go out and do something? Just go help somebody. See what, see what happens. See how you feel about it. Yeah. We talk about that on the show from time to time, because I really agree with what you said about go do something. And that will spark your imagination. You will begin to see everything else in a different way. You'll identify other needs. You'll identify skills you didn't know you had. You'll rediscover or discover for the first time something that you really love to do that you've never done in your whole life. And it does have this cascading effect where we feel younger because we're enjoying our lives. And then that creates all the biochemical changes and so forth that you mentioned. I think it's such a powerful thing that when we talk about it, it surprises me what gets in our way, but it's our mindset, right? Because we have this preconceived idea of what we think 55 should look like or 75 or whatever. So I, I spoke to Naveen Jain yesterday, um, who's the 
founder of Viome, and he's a friend of mine. And he, we, he, he always says like, our greatest limiting factor is not our capacity or our resources, it's our imagination. Yeah. We can only move towards what we can imagine ourselves doing. And if we can't imagine ourselves doing anything, if we're just stuck, start doing things. <laughs> yeah. take, take action and that will block the log jam and your mind will start you know, telling you like, well, geez, I did that, that was okay. What else can I do? Like, how can we, how can we go bigger here? What's, what's the other thing that I can, that I can do to be helpful today? Plus it's totally fun. Yeah. It's just fun, <laughs> right? <laughs> just fun. Try something different. Get off the couch, give to others and watch yourself come alive. I think, I think that's, you know, you also touched on some other things that I read you, that you wrote, which I never thought about, but but you talk about the importance of sitting up straight and staying up straight and embracing the way you look just as you are and these other things that, that go to mindset and also our physical health. Posture is important, you say. Posture is so important. Um, there's the, the whole, so your mental, your, your emotional outlook on your future is going to be based on your physicality. And in, in, in a large way and posture is part of that. So, People will regard you in a certain way, depending on how you hold yourself. If you're slumped over, um, you know, and kind of dragging, they're going to look at you one way. If you have, you know, correct posture, you stand up straight, your shoulders are back. Um, they're going to regard you in a very different way. And it's not, it's a judgment that comes, comes out of this reptilian brain that we have. It's just mm -hmm. how we're wired as humans. But the interesting thing is there's, there's like a, there's a feedback that happens. So if you're slumped over, you will feel about yourself a certain way. And if you stand up straight, your head's back up, you know, looking good, feeling good. You, you, it will, it will cause this evaluation of yourself in a different way. Um, and, and I think that that's really interesting. Um, you know, if you're having a bad day, you're feeling bad about yourself, go stand against a wall and see like, are you standing up straight? Stand up straight and see how differently you feel about yourself. Straighten up, stand up straight, take over the world, right? We can do this. <laughs> yeah. We can do this. You know, it's there's easy. a lot of research out. <laughs> yeah, everything's so easy, right? <laughs> this stuff is not that hard. <laughs> no, you can stand up straight. When you were talking, I was sitting up really straight at my desk so that I'm all ready. But there's a lot of research around the Wonder Woman pose and other ways we move our body and how they inspire us or strengthen us or ease depressive symptoms or whatever. It makes total sense. Lift your head up and do it when you're walking down the street and say hello to the people you pass, right? It can change the world, those little kindnesses for you and for them. So I think that's big stuff. I'm going to tell you a secret. I, 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 want to, I just I learned this the other day. All right. So um, if you go into a department store, they have cameras, right? That like sort of, you know, see so you come in but they've got AI in the cameras. And depending on your posture is how they decide what your age is. <laughs> oh. So <laughs> they're making a judgment about you and um, know that that AI is based upon the way other people see you. 
okay, now I'm just freaking out a little bit and I'm really <laughs> sitting straight. I'm going to do that everywhere. <laughs> Look right in those cameras. <laughs> Another thing you say, which I think is really valuable, and this is something I've been deliberately working on this year uh, with great awareness, discard what doesn't work and embrace what does, <laughs> right? This is a, a one of those simple concepts, but I realized I was saying yes to things um, which weren't comfortable for me or right for me and not maximizing my skill or allowing me to serve in the way I wanted. So I started saying no to those and it made space for other things that have yeah. left me feeling more fulfilled. That's right. And I, and I think that, you know, consciously editing, um, you know, the Maria Kondo effect, not just on our things, but on our behaviors and the people we surround ourselves with. Mm -hmm. But then that that seems easier for although that's that can sometimes be hard but that seems easier for people than then saying yes to new things because do you the new things can be kind of like scary like oh my gosh this is a new thing this is a new person this is a new idea you know to consciously say yes to new things that you wouldn't normally have done because that's going to bring you new people new information new knowledge that you wouldn't have had before and that's how you keep growing I think growth is fundamental no matter what age we're at, but it, it sure is. I was talking with a friend about this last night and um, she's changing her job, even though she's at retirement age, she's changing her job, not retiring because she wants to keep learning and doing new things. And she was so lit up by this. It just reminded me of the importance of, of being willing and brave enough to go different directions or bring in the things we're interested in that we haven't explored otherwise. And uh, now's the time. Good time to do it. Say yes and, and stay curious. Say yes and stay curious. Say yes and go see Aegis. Go to the Aegis <laughs> website and read all this stuff. There's great studies. There are good articles, and I learned a lot. David Stewart, where else can we find your work and uh, see what you're up to? Uh, thank you. Um, Aegis.com is our main site. Please sign up for our newsletter. We put it out every Thursday. We've been doing it for seven years. It's best in class, I have to say. Um, <laughs> and we also have a podcast called Super Age. And you can find the Super Age podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, I'd say both of them are pretty good. I, I think the newsletter is really good. So take time to go to ages.com and check it out. You can find me at polycampbell.com or go to my Substack at polycampbell.substack.com, where I talk about how I'm putting this stuff to work in my own life and um, how it's helping me and how I'm growing older. I don't know if I'm growing wiser, but I'm having fun. And I feel like I'm doing things that matter and are meaningful to me. And you can do that too, right? Let's all stand up straighter and take on the world and create the experience we want as we go through this next phase of life. Stop limiting ourselves with our expectations and rise up and create new ones for ourselves and for others. And when we do that, we will all live well, do good and be happy. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, is that No, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels on this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric Acid. Electric Acid. 
Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonise your mind, body and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Electric acid. 